welcome to another bonus episode of the Five Minute Theory Podcast. And if you belt it up, we'll make a start. So thanks for joining us today on the Five Minute Theory Podcast as we continue our run of bonus episodes looking at the top 10 reasons why people fail the driving test as released by the DVSA. If you're finding these useful, make sure you head over to tcdrive.co.uk where you can leave us feedback, Uh, you can check out past episodes, you can check out the blogs, you can sign up to more theory test training, all that kind of stuff there. And don't forget to give us shares, follows, and indeed subscribe. So today we're continuing looking and we're looking at number eight in the top 10 reasons people fail, not responding correctly to traffic signs. When you're driving on the road, you need to be able to understand and react correctly to all traffic signs. Any mistakes you make in this area will be shown on the uh, the test report as response to signals or traffic signs. That's how it will come up. And like I said, it's key to understand what the signs are and to react accordingly. So this is where the theory test comes in, in that it's not just a case of, of passing your theory test. It's a case of understanding and learning so that you can apply that knowledge both to pass your driving test and afterwards so that you're actually abiding by the laws of the road and using it as guidance to help you drive better and safer. Now, there is a previous episode I've done on traffic signs that talks about the uh, the different shapes, sizes, colors of the signs, so what triangle signs are, what circle signs are. That's a really good premise because even if you don't remember every single sign, what every single sign means, by knowing that a triangle sign is a warning sign, then you've already got a good clue that even if you don't understand specifically what the sign is, you're getting warned about something. So you've got that forward looking, if you like. But the DVSA has given some key examples of people uh, of mistakes people make on the test. So let's have a look at these examples that they've given of sort of the common faults on test. One is going to the wrong side of the keep left sign. So when you've got the keep left sign on the road, which will just be an arrow pointing towards the left, we, we obviously need to keep to the left of that. Going to the right of that or going to the wrong side of that isn't great. You're doing the wrong thing. That could potentially result in quite a dangerous situation, you know, likely going towards oncoming traffic. So, again, we need to look at why. Is it that you didn't understand what the sign was? Is it that you didn't see the sign? Is it what that you didn't see the sign in time? You know, so whatever the reason is, the fault isn't always just not reacting to the sign it could be not seeing it and if you're not seeing it why are we not seeing it is it because you're not scanning down the road far enough is it because there was an obstruction there and you would have benefited from slowing down so that then you've got more time to see what's coming up is it maybe you're driving a little bit close to the car in front so imagine being behind like a double decker bus or a lorry you may be two seconds behind it but that's going to massively obstruct your view So if you're missing signs, that could potentially be why. Another example they give is ignoring a stop or no entry sign. So ignoring either a stop sign by crossing the line on the road and not making sure the way ahead is clear, or a no entry sign, and these are usually the end of one-way roads where all traffic would be heading towards you. So again, it's looking at the reasons why. Now that stop sign is something I'm quite familiar with because as an instructor, it's something I see a lot both on tests and during lessons when students don't stop at a stop sign 
And the most common reason I get for that is they'll say, it was clear. But the sign says stop. They'll see the big sign that says stop. They'll see the big solid white line on the road. They'll see the stop markings on the road, but they still don't stop. We need to come to a full and complete stop, even if it's clear. Stop, check, go. Yeah, think of it this way. If you come to a red light, a set of traffic lights, if it was clear, you don't just keep going. You stop for the red light. That's essentially what the stop sign is. Stop, make sure it's clear, and then go. But again, could there be another reason? Could you have missed the sign? You know, and again, were you looking in the right places? But the most common thing I see there is people thinking it's clear and continuing on. The other one they mentioned was uh, going the wrong way down a, a one-way street. Again, there's all different kinds of examples of this, and it's important to look at why. One of the common ones I see is when I, or examiner, or a sat-nav is, is basically saying, follow the road ahead. The road straight ahead is a no-entry sign. It's just that the road bends to the right or to the left. So your natural reaction is to go straight ahead. Well, that's not following the road layout it's not following the road by following the road ahead that doesn't mean go in a straight line directly ahead you know if you imagine if it was a house in front of you and the road bent to the right you wouldn't keep going straight ahead you would stop before you hit the house the same way you should be stopping before you go in the no entry sign so we should be scanning the road for signs we should be scanning the sides of the road for signs and the road for road markings it's not just a case of going blindly whether I, as an instructor, or the examiner, or the satnav, or your friends, wherever they tell you to go, we're not just going blindly there. We need to be scanning the road and looking to see what's appropriate and safe. Another common one is driving in a bus lane. You're driving a bus lane when signs shows that you cannot use at that time. Again, um, a bus lane is a bus lane until it's not. So there should always be a sign there saying it's a bus lane. If there's no times, then it means that it's a bus lane 24-7. If there's times of operation, that means outside of those times, you can and should be using it, but shouldn't be using it during those times. So again, it's a case of looking as to why. Why have we gone in that bus lane? Have you not seen the times? Have you not realised it's a bus lane? Have you just been completely oblivious, paying attention to the examiner or paying attention to the old lady five miles down the road and just naturally drifted into that lane? Look at the reason why, not just the fault. Uh, another couple of examples to give. Choosing the wrong lane at a roundabout with clear signage. So when you approach a roundabout, you get into the wrong lane when the sign clearly shows which lane you should go in, then go around the roundabout in the wrong lane. So that doesn't mean going the wrong way. It means going in the wrong lane. So let's say you were in the lane to go ahead, ahead only, but you went right and you go right in the lane that's ahead. Clearly, that's potentially dangerous. You know, there's ways to get around that. If you find yourself in that problem, check it safe, change lanes if you can, or go ahead instead of, you know, forcing your way around. But again, could this come to follow planning? Could it come to assuming that, right, I'm going left, so I must be in the left lane, or I'm going ahead, so I must be in the left lane? Could it come to not looking for signs because you're more focused on, is there anything coming to the roundabout, rather than, is it, am I in the correct lane? So whatever the situation, again, it's a case of looking for the, the reason behind the fault. 
And then the last example they gave is acting late or not at all to speed limit changes. So you either act far too late or not at all when the clearly visible sign shows a change of speed limit. Again, not responding to speed limit changes, it's that's the fault. And much like the others, it's a case of looking as to why. Have you not seen the sign? Have you seen the sign, but potentially seen other cars aren't slowing down? So assume that you don't need to slow down. Are you falling into the trap of peer pressure in that, that situation? Are you on a long straight road when there's a change of speed halfway down it? And because you've been driving for 10 minutes down this long straight road, you're kind of daydreaming a little bit and not really paying attention. Whatever the, the fault is, so whatever the reason behind the fault, we need to look at that and address that and rectify that. So as with all of this series, we need to look at the faults we get, whether that's on a driving test, whether that's on a mock test, whether that's where you're practicing with your instructor or your parents or your friends. We need to look at those faults and look the reason why we're making them. So thanks for joining me today on the 5 Minute Theory Podcast. We hope you're finding these useful as always. If you want to learn more, head over to tcdrive.co.uk where you can check out more theory test training and follow us on social media. You can check out links for these all in the show notes. And remember, stay safe, drive safer. Thank you.